Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome. Welcome to tonight's broadcast. This is Prophetess Joan Messiah, Global Intercessory and PhD Ministry, your host, live on Block Talk Radio, where prayer, the preach word, prophecy, healing, and deliverance takes place, with many testifying to the power of God through the operations of the five-fold ministry ascension gifts, reaching the lost for the kingdom of God in Jesus' name. Now the Bible says that in Mark chapter 16 and verse 15, And he said to them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Again, the Bible says in Mark chapter 16 and verse 17, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Now I want you to know tonight that this program is Subject to change by the Holy Ghost. They ask that you follow the lead of the Holy Spirit on this broadcast. They ask that you will mute your phones when the speaker goes up, whether it be someone else or myself. I say this to you every night, and I mean that sincerely. I do need you for, uh, if anyone, uh, come on the broadcast, amen, and you have to do anything in the background, please mute your phones. All right, thank you so very much. Well, God bless you once again. Good evening once again, and welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to tonight's broadcast. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. We greet you all in the wonderful, the matchless, the awesome, the majestic name of Jesus the Christ. Uh, Tonight, we greet all of you out there in Radio Land. We uh, say the blessings of the Lord that make it one rich and added no sorrow with it belongs to you. Healing is the children's bread. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. 
And so tonight we come to lift up, to magnify, glorify the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We come to lift him up tonight. He said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. Glory to God. Come on, we come to make his praise glorious tonight. We come to bless his name tonight. We come, amen, praise the Lord our God, to give him glory, honor, and praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, we bless the name of the Lord tonight. Because he's good, 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 and mighty good. Hallelujah. He's so good to us. Hallelujah. We don't, we, he's been better to us than we've been to ourselves. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. And so we just want to thank him tonight. We thank him because of his goodness and his mercy toward us. His grace. Hallelujah. His unmerited favor toward us. Glory to God. And so let everything that had breath praise ye the Lord. Glory to God. Come on. It is the psalmist, hallelujah, that says, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. But whether you're up or whether you're down, amen, whether things look like it going sideways and amen, upside down, topsy-turvy, glory to God, you can still give God the praise. Hallelujah. You can still give God thanks. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on. Praise is comely for the upright. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on and bless the name of the Lord with me tonight. Come on and magnify the name of the Lord. Glory to God. He's a good God. He's a God of miracles, signs, and wonders. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. You know, it is the Lord, glory to God, who has created all things. Hallelujah. He created all things for our good. Hallelujah, Jesus, for our enjoyment. Glory to God. Because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And all that dwell therein. Why? Because he had founded it upon the seas and he established it upon the floods. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Bible declares, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on. He's looking for the pure in heart. Because only the pure in heart shall see God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He shall receive the blessings from the Lord and the righteousness from the God of his salvation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on and open up your mouths tonight and give God the praise. Hallelujah. Come on, O Lord our God, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Hallelujah, Jesus. He's a God of excellence. He's an awesome God. He's a wonderful God. Hallelujah, Jesus. He's a good God unto us all. Hallelujah. He makes the sun to shine on the just and the unjust. Glory to God. He makes the rain to fall on the just and the unjust. Glory to God. Oh, we thank Him tonight. We give Him all of the praise that He so rightly deserves. He deserves it all. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised on tonight. In some places it's morning. Glory to God to you out there in Manchester and London, England. It's morning for you, but glory to God. Hallelujah, it's night here in America. Glory to God. And so we can give God the praise tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, all of you listeners out there, Beijing, China, those in Norway, those that are in Ireland, those that are in Germany. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Those that are listening out there in France, Canada. <coughs> Glory to God, those that are in Alberta, Mississauga, amen, praise the Lord our God. We thank God for each and every one of you in Ottawa, 
Glory to God. Thank you for tuning into this broadcast. We thank and praise God. Hallelujah. Because of your listenership. Hallelujah. It pushes me on. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. You know, the Bible declares that the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament show it forth his handiwork. Hallelujah. When you look out, amen, praise the Lord our God. When God wakes you up in the morning, hallelujah, and he allows you to go to your window and look out. Hallelujah. You're looking at God's creation. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, he's a good God. Hallelujah. Come on and lift him up tonight. Come on and glorify his name tonight. Come on and give him praise. Hallelujah. You know, it is he that has made us and not we ourselves. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. You know, if we had made ourselves, that we would want to fix ourselves up and do it this way and that way. We would want to look like this one and that one. But praise the Lord our God, I don't have no carbon copies. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Bible declares that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on and give God the praise. When the praises go up, the blessings come down. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, we can open up our mouths tonight. We can open up our mouths. Glory to God. You know, we can use our mouths for different things. We can use our mouths to curse. We can use our mouths to say things that are not profitable. Amen. Praise the Lord our God to us. Glory to God, but if you open up your mouth and just declare, hallelujah, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against me, thou shalt condemn. Why? Because it's the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and my righteousness is of you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. Come on and open up your mouth tonight. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we bless the name of the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's a good God to us. Hallelujah. Now, before we get started, amen, we'll go into a word of prayer. Amen. As we open up the broadcast. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I praise the Lord tonight. Uh, Mother, glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. I thank and praise God tonight, amen, praise the Lord our God, that we're able, amen, to come on the broadcast tonight, glory to God, and amen, last night we were having just a tad bit of uh, 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 technical difficulties, but God is good, amen, how many know, amen, praise the Lord our God, that God is a good God, hallelujah, and in spite of, in spite of it all, glory to God, he's still worthy to be praised, whether he does anything for us at all, or does anything for us at all. Amen. Praise yes. the Lord. He's still worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, his name is to be praised. Hallelujah. Glory to yes. God. Come on. Uh, Mother, thank you. Amen. I kind of lost you there for a moment. Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord our God. But we are here nonetheless. Glory to God. I'm trying to hold on for Brother Mark. Amen. All right. And, uh, Elaine. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Go right along and do the opening prayer. And Mother, you'll come with the scripture reading. And then we will go right into, amen, the message tonight. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. You know, everything determines on how you praise God. Everything determines how you give God the praise, how you change the atmosphere. I mean, if you like your atmosphere to be the same, amen, and this is for anyone, 
Hallelujah. You can remain the same. Glory to God. Are you going to come on? Oh, okay. All right. And uh, you can let it remain the same. Uh, the, Bible, because the Bible declares that he dwells in the praises of his people. Glory to God. So if you want your situation to change, hallelujah. If you want your immediate atmosphere to change, glory to God. I double dog dare you. Glory to God to step in, amen, and step out, amen, and go into a radical praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless your name tonight. We bless your name, Yahweh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, we glorify you. Hallelujah. We magnify your name, Jesus. We extol your name, O King. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, we bless the name of the Lord. Oh, it's in thee, O Lord, that we put our trust. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We put our trust in you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah to your name, Jesus. We bless your name. Oh, he's good. He's good. He's good. Hallelujah to your name, Jesus. Glory to God. It is he who pulls us out of the, the snare of the fowler. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, Brother Mark, I'm here. All right. Yes, I'm on. Okay. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right. Mother? Yes. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm All here. right. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. I just, I just thought for a moment that I lost you in the broadcast. Amen. You did. Praise God. Pick me up. All right. Okay, okay. Let me see. I think he's trying to call me back. Let me see what's going on. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless your name, Jesus. We bless your wonderful name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, God. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Yeah. All right. I see Brother Mark come in. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Praise the Lord, our God. Brother Mark, would you go ahead? Are you available now? Uh, yeah. What do you want me to do? Okay. Did you want to go ahead and do the opening prayer tonight? Uh, sure. All right. Well, I put myself together here with the message. Glory to God. Okay. Dearest Heavenly Father, we just come thanking you, Lord, to praise you, Lord, for this night. Is uh, Come and give your name to praise, Lord, and get into your word, Lord. We just thank and praise you, Lord, for being such a good God, Lord. And just ask you, Lord, to continue to uh, bless and help those situations we were talking about last night, Lord. Uh, talking to some friends of mine today, Lord, I just ask we continue to proud and ask you, Lord, to take care of those children, Lord, that's dealing with this uh, DACA situation, Lord. Uh, with the illegal immigrants, God. We just ask you, Lord, to sh- show up in that situation and take care of it, God. So um, we just thank and praise you, Lord, for allowing us to come together this this night, Lord, and to give your name to praise, God. We just thank and praise you, Lord, for being such a good God, Lord. Just, uh, just ask you, Lord, to continue to be with uh, Providence Messiah, Lord, and continue to help us to get into your word and help us to understand what you're teaching us, God. 
So we just thank and praise you, Lord, for being such a good God, Lord. Just ask you, Lord, to continue to be with us and keep us, God. And just help us to continue to get into your word, Lord, and help us to come together as a people, God. So I just thank and praise you, Lord. Just ask you, Lord, to help us to come together in unity, God. I thank, just thank you for being such a good God. We give your name to praise because you, you are worthy to be praised, God. So we just thank and praise you, Lord. Just thank you for being with me. I had some little electronic issues earlier today, Lord. But I thank you for helping me to get through it, God. Just continue to help us to be what you have to be. In your sake, God. So we just thank and praise you, Lord. Just continue to bless all of those that's out there in Radio Land, Lord. That uh, help them and help them to make a decision for you, God. So I just thank and praise you, Lord. Just help us to get into your word, Lord. Get an understanding of what our prophet of Messiah is going to explain to us tonight, God. So we just thank and praise you, Lord. We just praise your holy name, Lord. Thank you for everything that you're doing for us, Lord. And just praise and thank you, God. Just ask you, Lord, to continue to be with the young people, Lord, by the name of Jesus, Lord. Continue to test their hearts and lives, Lord. Help them to realize that they need you, God. So I just thank and praise you, Lord, for being such a good God, Lord. Just, just ask you, Lord, to continue to be with us and continue to help us and unite us, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. And I just thank and praise you, Lord, to ask these things in the strong and mighty name of Jesus and praise God. So I just thank, we just thank you and say hallelujah, Lord, because you're worthy to be praised God. So I just thank and praise you and ask these things in the strong and mighty name of Jesus and praise And we just ask you, Lord, and thank you, Lord. Also, I'm asking you, Lord, just to bless the, uh, uh, the Israel, Israel people, God. Just bless them. Bless that country, God. Because I believe you got that country there for a reason, God. So I just thank and praise you, Lord. Just ask you, Lord, to continue to bless those people, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Continue to help them to deal with all the many situations that's going on, Lord. And just continue to be a fence around them, God. Just like you've been around us, God. Just ask you, Lord, to be a fence around them and protect them, God. Help them to come to know you, Lord, as their personal Savior, God. So I just thank and praise you, Lord, and ask these things to strong in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I ask these things in Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes, amen. And amen again. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, um, uh, Brother Mark. Thank you so much for All right. the opening tonight. Glory to God. We just want to move yes, right yes. along and um, move right into um, Mother doing the scripture for tonight. Whatever the Lord lays on your heart, Mother. Hey, ma'am, uh, the scripture reading will be coming from Psalms 95. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with song. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all God. In his hands are the deep places of the earth and the strength of the hills is his and also. The sea is his and he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pastor and the sheep of his hand. I read Psalms 95 from the first to the seventh verses. May the Lord bless the reading. All right. Yes, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
We thank God for the scripture reading tonight. The word of the Lord is already blessed. Glory to God. Bless be the hearers and the doers of the word of the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Well, we do thank and praise God for tonight's uh, lesson. Amen. One more chance. Amen. Undeserved. Another chance. Amen. Praise the Lord over God. And um, and talk tonight a bit about uh, one more chance. Peter. Amen. Uh, who is one of the disciples? Is it one of the disciples who? Can you hear me? Yes, sure. Yes. Okay. One of the disciples, uh, as we know, who is always the quick draw McGraw. Amen. He's yes, a quick he draw McGraw. He, he always, amen, was ready, amen, to fight. He was ready, amen. Peter, Peter, known as the cousin fisherman, amen. Praise the Lord our God. Hallelujah. Yes, Peter, uh, who Jesus, he walked with Jesus and uh, got revelation. Amen. And Jesus, the same Peter, who also were along with the other disciples, even though he had betrayed Christ, Christ still turned right around and told Mary when she went to the tomb to look for her Lord, says, go tell my disciples and Peter. Amen. Praise the Lord our God to meet me in Galilee. Glory to God. You have to say, Peter was one of... Uh, as Jesus is in a circle, uh, Peter was one of those, you know, when he took Peter, James, and John up to the Mount of Transfiguration, transfigured before them, amen. I'm, I'm pretty sure it might have been Peter who said, let us make three tabernacles, amen. Peter was always, uh, that Peter had a ministry. Peter had a ministry. Peter, Andrews, uh, Andrew was other, as you know, amen. Peter had a ministry. Peter was also a man with weakness. Peter was also loyal. Uh, Peter had a lot of deep feelings, amen. He expressed his emotions differently, amen. Praise the Lord our God. Spiritual growth of Simon Peter, it was an instant. And so many of us, you know, when we get saved, we believe that we can up and do uh, things immediately, but it takes time. It's it's slow and and both painful for Peter and Jesus. But Peter is, is one of those most fascinating men in the life of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. He had an intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus. Amen. And much of what we should be desiring today is to have an intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus and with the Holy Spirit, so that we can be in tune with the Spirit of God. Amen. I show you that Peter was in tune. Amen. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But the advantage that Peter had his, was his willingness to act as a spokesman of the Twelve. 
uh, his utter lack of sophistication. He wasn't a sophisticated guy. He he wasn't the college grad. He he wasn't uh, he wasn't a Harvard grad. He 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 wasn't you know he probably didn't even graduate from uh, high school. Didn't have no alma mater. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. But his inability to say anything, but was the uppermost in his mind. Whatever came to his mouth, in other words, he spoke. Amen. He was just genuinely like that. Amen. He could show his feelings in a minute. You know, you know those those who uh, walk around with their feelings, you know, on their sleeves and heart is on their sleeves. You know, much like our president, whatever comes to his mouth, he speaks. He doesn't really hold back. Amen. And will, glory to God, will speak. Hello. Hi. Hi. on the mind of the other individual. Peter was like that. Uh, the man, Simon Peter, was intelligent. He wasn't uh, dumb, so to speak. Peter always asked questions. And it's something about asking questions. It's something about asking, always asking the Lord a question. Many people uh, seem to think that we shouldn't ask God anything. We, we should just take everything that we read and not say, uh, if you have a question, yes, you can go to God. And so Peter was that kind of a person. Amen? Praise the Lord our God. Oh, Father God, we thank you, we praise you, we glorify you, we magnify your name, Jesus. Father, I ask you, Lord God, that you would cover me with your precious blood. Lord, forgive me of any sins I've committed, even up until this present moment, sins of omission, sins of commission. Father, I ask that you would create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. As I attempt to bring your word tonight, Father, I ask that you would help me as I decrease, that you will increase in me strongly tonight. Father, feed your people. Give them what you will have them to hear. Massage hearts to receive tonight your word, your grafted word. Father, massage uh, hearts and touch minds tonight. Enlighten minds tonight, Father. Oh, God, I thank you and I praise you for another opportunity. Oh, God, to bring your word tonight as your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Father, I ask you, Lord God, that you, you would uh, bring this word, help me to bring this word with clarity. Oh, God, I thank you, Father God, for the precious Holy Ghost, hallelujah, who is my teacher. And I thank you now, ask that you would send your word out, that I know that your word will never go out and return void. So I thank you tonight for the work of the Holy Spirit in the lives of people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen? Amen, amen. Yes. Praise the Lord, our As I said, you know, Peter asked a lot of questions, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with asking questions. 
uh, amen, praise the Lord God. Peter was a man of intellectual capacity. He usually didn't think of himself as a deep thinker, uh, such as John or Paul, uh, but Peter, because of his high emotional energy, how many people do you know like that, that are highly emotional? They, they, you know, it's sort of like uh, 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 brother, brother Mark. He's, he's a, a high-energy individual. Amen. He don't mind asking questions. He don't mind saying how he feels. Amen. Just to use him as an example. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, who would you turn to if you had questions? Uh, if you had words of eternal life, to whom shall we go? You know, who, who should we ask? You know, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Who is it that betrays you? Who can, who can't, why can't I follow you? Those are questions that Peter had. Amen. And it's all right, like I said, to have questions. Glory to God. It's all right. Why can't I follow you? Amen. And then that's what he was asking, uh, the Lord Jesus. You know, uh, Peter was always contemplating and, you know, uh, pondering over things, you know, uh, over, over the teachings of the Lord Jesus. Amen. And when the opportunity arose, he was quick to respond, you know. He was always a, a first responder. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He was always one of those to respond quickly to uh, a, a situation or, uh, amen, when an opportunity, whenever an opportunity arose, he would uh, be quick, amen, to respond. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Peter was a man of deep feelings. And that's probably the first thing that comes to our minds, that when we think of Peter, he was full of expressed emotions. It was a great emotional outburst. What do you call an emotional outburst? You ever seen people who have that emotional outburst? You ask them a question and they just, you know, they just flip, you know. Amen. Praise the Lord, our God. It's an emotional outburst. You call people like that emotionally disturbed people. Amen. Praise the Lord, our God. At least that's what they labeled you as today. If they had Peter to deal with, I don't know what they would have labeled Peter to be. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, I will lay down my life for you. Amen. And those are the things that he said, you know, to our Lord. Uh, he even said things like, uh, uh, he not only asked him where is he going and can he follow him and all of these other things, you know. Uh, Peter was always, always, you know, Peter, do you love me? Well, uh, yeah, feed my sheep. Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. You know, Peter, do you love me? Yes, Lord, I love you. You know I love you, yes. You know, Peter was that kind of a person. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. That's why the Bible says that we are to be quick to hear and slow to speak. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. You ever find that people, amen, you ask them a question, they're so quick to answer, they never think about what they say, uh, amen, but they give an answer. They're always the kind of person who says, Pastor, I'll be with you. Providence, I'm with you. Don't worry. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. And when the, you know, when, when it all is said and done and the smoke is clear, amen, you can't find nobody. You know what I'm saying? The Lord couldn't find Peter after a while. He even told Peter, he said, Peter, you know, before the cock crows, this night, three times, you know, uh, you are going to That's deny right. me. And so That's said, right. so done. Amen. Uh, he did just that. Amen. But that's the same Peter who is always, amen, quick to, to speak. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. That's why it's important, amen, for every leader, 
amen, uh, uh, for those people who say, I'm with you. Uh, those are the very ones who are not with you. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. You kind of just kind of look at them and smile. Amen. Hey, I'll do anything I can. I'll do it. I, I got you. That kind of thing. You know, I, hey, don't worry. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. There are some people that are genuine, and there are some people that are just not. That's why the Bible declares, be careful when men speak well of you. Amen. Be careful when they speak well of you. Uh, because the Bible said they always, what, turn and rend you. Amen. So don't cast your pearls to swine. Amen. Because they will turn and rend you every time. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. And so with uh, uh, this great emotional outburst that Peter always had, amen, you know, uh, Jesus had to at some point in time even rebuke him. Praise the Lord our God. It is with bitterness of spirit that Peter cried out to Jesus early, early in his ministry. He, he said, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. He said in a repulsive anger that he said to Jesus when our Lord was speaking of his death, uh, that be far from you. But Jesus had to calm Peter down. He had to tell Peter, look, Peter, get. You know, in other words, that spirit that was speaking behind Peter is what Jesus was addressing. Amen. When he said, get behind me, Satan, he wasn't really talking, addressing Peter. But he was addressing the spirit that was acting behind Peter, amen, that was uh, uh, making Peter say things like that. Half the time, you know, it's not the individual, but it's the spirit working through uh, behind them. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Peter had loyalty. Peter was loyal. Peter exercised such uh, 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 choice in following Jesus. He was a man of great willpower. When when channeled in the right direction, uh, he finally sold his boots, committed himself to Jesus. His loyalty is seen in the night of Jesus' arrest when he pulled out a sword, a short sword, and he cut the ear of the servant of the high priest. Remember? Right. Amen. Uh, it was like quick draw McGraw, you know, like, hey, don't do my, uh, uh, my Lord anything. Do not even come near him. Don't even say nothing to him. This my eighth bocoon. You don't touch him. You, you know, amen. Praise the Lord our God. Yeah, I listen. Uh, don't you mess with Jesus. Amen. Don't you, don't you even open up your mouth and say nothing. I dare you. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. That's when somebody really got your back. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. And he pulled out that sword and he cut off the air of the high the servant of the high priest. That's right. To all when Peter exercised very poor judgment, just like some of us do sometimes. He went off in the wrong direction, and he made poor choices. Uh, but we don't need to make poor choices. We, we must learn from Peter. Peter made some poor choices, amen, that he had to live with. Glory to God. And, and, and so uh, we see Peter at the end of his life still serving Christ, and, uh, and it tells us that he was crucified upside down for the love of Jesus Christ. For the love of God, for the love of Christ, he was crucified upside down. Peter, 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 everyone talked about Peter. But Peter was the kind of person, amen, that Jesus had to have loved him and to have him in his inner circle. Peter, James, and John. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Turn our Bibles, amen, to John chapter 1. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. John chapter 1 and verse 4. 
40. Glory to God. And let's see what it says here. He says, Amen. Praise the Lord our God. He said, One of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. Simon Peter's brother. Glory to God. He followed him. Verse 41, it says here, He first findeth his own brother, Simon, and saith unto him, We have found Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ, or the Anointed One. Amen? His first name is not Jesus and last name, Christ. Amen? He Christ anointed one, the Messiah, the anointed one. That's why he said, we found Messiah. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. What he wants to say is we found the Messiah. Amen. The anointed one, the Christ. Amen. He's Jesus, the Christ. He's Jesus, the anointed one. Amen. And he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, thou art Simon, the son of Jonah. He's called Simon, son of Bar-Jonah. Bar, meaning son of. Amen? Thou shalt be called Cephas. Cephas, which is, uh, by interpretation, a stone. So I say, Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. He wasn't building the church on Peter, but he was building the church on the rock, which is Christ. Christ, the stone which the builders rejected. Amen? Praise the Lord our God. And so uh, the day in verse 43, it says, The day following, Jesus would go forth into Galilee, and he found Philip and said unto him, Follow me. You know, Jesus was uh, selecting uh, his disciples. It says, Now Peter of uh, Philip of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter, so which means Peter and Andrew were from that city, uh, amen, uh, Bethsaida, Philip findeth Nathanael and said unto him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said unto him, Can there any, can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? And Philip said unto him, Come and see. And Jesus and Nathanael uh, 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 coming to him and said, and said to, and said of him, saith of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. How they know? How they know there was no guile? How would they know? They knew from the time they looked at Jesus. Amen. Who he was. Glory to God. And so, the ministry of Simon Peter. What what did Jesus actually see in him? What did he see in him? In, in verse 40, we find here that one of the two which heard John speak and followed him, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, he said he first founded his own brother, Simon, and said unto him, we have found Messiah. And when he saw him, glory to God, he said to him, thou art Simon, the son of Jonah. Jesus knew who he was. Amen. He knew what he had to deal with. Glory to God. And so Jesus proved himself to be Messiah uh, in, in all the roles of prophet, priest, and king. When he walked here on earth, he walked in three anointings. 
He walked in a prophetic anointing, a priestly anointing, and a kingly anointing. Amen? Praise the Lord our God. So Andrew was saying, we have found the Lord's anointed one. Amen? Praise the Lord our God. Jesus, John tells Jesus, look at him. Look at him. It was not a mere courteous glance, but a penetrating look. And Jesus, amen, praise the Lord our God. You know, even he is looking at Jesus, uh, they, they say that when you come into the presence of Jesus Christ, when you come into the presence of God, that was God and his son, Jesus. Amen? Uh, the Bible declares that he uh, 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 grew in stature and in wisdom all the time. God was stretching him. Amen? God himself in Jesus. Meaning, when Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, then what does that mean? He was God. He was man, son of God, and then he was divinity at the same time. See? Amen? Praise the Lord our God. So it's impossible for us to imagine what Jesus will make of people like Peter when we bring them to him. When we go out there and we meet and we begin to witness the folk and we begin to meet people like that, there are many that we may meet along the way uh, that may have a, G, a, a Peter-type mentality. What would you do with those people? Pass them by because they got a Peter-like mentality? No. We cannot afford to be judgmental. Amen? Simon Barjona is the full name. Jesus changed the name to Kepha or Cephas. Amen. It's an Aramaic word, which means rock. Peter called him Cephas. So it's the Aramaic form of Peter, meaning Petros. Petros is a piece of fragment, a piece or a fragment of rock or stone. Jesus looked at Peter with a penetrating knowledge of him and saw what Peter would become. See, when Jesus looks at us, when God looks at us, he knew he created us. He created us in his own image and in his own likeness. He knows us all. He knows that we were made, we were fearfully and wonderfully made. Glory to God. When he looks at you, Brother Mark, when he created you, he knew why he created you. He said, he knows the plans that I have for you, Brother Mark. Yes, sir. Plans of yep. good and not of evil. Mother Eula, I know the plans. God says, I know the plans I have for you. They're plans of good, Mother Eula, and not of evil. And they yes, give sir. you an, expense, an expected end. Glory to God. So it's as if Peter's life, amen, began all over again. He didn't look at Peter to see his failures. But he looked at Peter and said, he did not look at Peter and say, not him. I don't want him on my team. He's a failure. What are we going to do with him? He, uh, I don't even know how to speak right. Uh, all he would ever do is cuss. Yeah, he cuss all day long. What are we going to do with him? I can't have him in my circle, no. But Jesus did not do that. Jesus did not judge that uh, 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 Peter. They were fishermen. What do you expect of fishermen? And on top of that, they were unlearned, the Bible says. He took 12 unlearned men and turned the world upside down. Yes, sir. 
Jesus took to Peter and said, here's a piece of rock. <laughs> Can you imagine uh, God looking at you and saying, hmm, here's a piece of rock, but I can turn this into something good. I can turn this, this piece of stone, this little piece of uh, pebble here, I can turn this thing and I can polish this one up. And when I do, it's like a diamond in the rough. Amen, praise the Lord our God. Have you see, ever seen some of those? Amen, uh, people from Africa, the most beautiful women, the most beautiful, uh, uh, handsome men, amen, out of Africa, and, and they're being playing in the mud uh, areas, the muddy areas, and suddenly some of those photographers are in the area and they take a picture, and the next thing you know, that young lady or young girl becomes a model, and amen, praise the Lord our God, and then she's here in the United States, and everybody's looking at her, and everybody is you know, getting a glimpse of this this beauty from Africa that was found in the mud and was found in the dirt and was found in the, the low place. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. But that's how it is. Jesus looks at us and he sees us as this piece of uh, dirt, as this piece of, amen, praise the Lord our God, this piece of clay, as this piece of uh, stone, as this piece of rock that he can take and he can polish and he can make something beautiful and strong out of it. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. He can make something out of us if we let him. If we let him. That's right. Life now began. Life began. Peter, glory to God. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. He wasn't uh, uh, one of those people that uh, would keep quiet. He was always mouthy. And Jesus is saying to Peter, I'm going to make something out of you that you're not. And that's how God is. He can take something and make it something. He can, he's the only person I know is in the recycling business. He can take you and recycle you and recycle your whole life. Glory to God. He can take your mess and turn it into a message. Glory to God. How many messes have we made in our lives? How much? Well, I made a lot of mess. I had some messes. Amen. Amen. That looking at me, amen. I don't look like what I've been through. I don't look nothing like what I've been through. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Now I can imagine Peter didn't even look like what he went through or what he used to be. Jesus comes our way, he looks at us, and he sees a rough stone. He sees our strength, he sees our weaknesses. He sees our vulnerabilities, and he sees all of our possibilities. Jesus believes in us, even when no one else does. He knows the potential that we have. And we probably don't believe in ourselves. Most of us don't believe in ourselves. But Jesus is the one, he comes. And he illumines our hearts to see what he sees in us. Amen. Christ never gave up on Peter, Brother Mark. He never gave up on him. In times of crisis, amen, in times of crisis, uh, the Apostle John tells us about the time of the ministry of, of Jesus when the disciples were dropping out like flies. They didn't like what they heard. Hallelujah. Many, therefore, of his disciples 
when they had heard this, they said, This is a hard saying. Who can hear it? Jesus, amen, teaching came across dried, rough, and harsh. There were difficult statements. They could not bear to hear the things that they heard. Amen. John chapter 6, let's go there quickly. Glory to God. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Uh, John chapter 6 and 60. Let's go to 61. It says, When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, Does this offend you? Amen. Praise the Lord our God. In 62 it says, What and if ye shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before, it is the spirit that quickness, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The word of God is spirit and life. It will quicken you. It will quicken your spirit. Your spirit man. It doesn't profit the flesh, but it will profit your spirit, because it's spirit that goes back to God. He said, but there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning that they were, they were that believed not, that who they were that believed not, and who should betray him. He knew it. He's gone. And he said, therefore, said I unto you, that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. No man can come unto me except were given unto him of my father. In verse 66 it says, From that time many of his disciples went, they went back. They turned back and walked no more with him. Then Jesus, then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye go also? Will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the word to eternal life. Why would we want to turn back? Why would anyone want to turn back once they have come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ? And see, in, in that, with that kind of teaching, Amen, praise the Lord our God. Jesus was no longer the popular teacher. He was no longer the one who they wanted to hear. When Jesus was alive on earth, you couldn't twist the saying to whatever they wanted him to say. You couldn't make him into the cultic Christ. But Jesus turned to his disciples and said, You do not want to go away also, do you? Simon Peter comes to the rescue, Lord. To whom shall we go? Where else can we go? What would we do? But because Peter responds, you know, he's always very open and expressive, our hearts are strengthened. It always expresses thoughts. So we have to see the feelings of the other disciples. They have feelings. They all express themselves, but not like Peter. 
Peter was always up front. That's one thing you've got to give Peter. He always knew what was in his heart and on his mind. Then Jesus revealed to Peter the heartbreaking sad fact that did I myself not choose you? I chose you, Peter. He said, and the twelve, and yet one of you is a devil? John tells us that he was referring to who? Judas. She, you know, Peter, Peter, son of Barjona, Simon, Barjona, Simon. He said, blessed are you, Simon, Barjona, because flesh and blood had not revealed this to you. You see, Jesus wanted to know from the disciples, uh, who do men say that I am? But who do they say that I am? The book of Matthew, chapter 14, uh, chapter 16, Matthew 16, let's go to quickly. I want to go ahead of myself, amen. 16 and 14 tells us, amen, when they were out there on the course of Caesarea Philippi, he asked the disciples saying, in 13, he asked the disciples saying, who do men say that I am? Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And verse 14, and they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, and or one of the prophets. In verse 15, and he said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? In verse 16, Simon and Simon Peter answered. See, Peter, always quick to answer. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Wow. Here go Peter. That's why he said unto Peter. 17, he answered and said unto Peter, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood had not revealed it unto ye. But my Father, which is in heaven, I want you to know that Peter got revelation knowledge. That's what you call revelation knowledge. Peter received revelation knowledge from God the Father. No one else could have given Peter that answer. Peter wasn't that smart. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Yes. Sometimes you even find when you you don't have an answer for someone, always rely on the Holy Spirit. Always rely on the Holy Spirit to give you the answer. Before you say something, uh, before you give the wrong answer or, or, or before you, you look foolish, I would say. Peter, Peter was a good student. But there was more that Peter needed to understand. God's eternal purpose in Jesus' death, immediately following this great affirmation of the deity of Jesus, Peter is brought face to face with something utterly beyond his willingness to accept. Jesus brought him near to the cross with all of its ugliness. And Matthew tells us, Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Matthew tells us as a part of this training, 
that they had with Jesus as disciples, teaching them how to be disciples, how to uh, how they must walk, the things they must do, the things they must suffer, how they must, how he must go to Jerusalem and and he must suffer many things from the elders and the chief chief priests and scribes, and be killed and be raised up on the third day. And Peter wasn't really ready to accept that. The words of Jesus were clear. Peter and the others heard him, but they didn't hear him. They heard him, Peter and the others heard him, but they didn't really hear him. From the first announcement, Peter and the rest of the disciples refused to believe their ears. They did not want to hear that. They did not want to hear that their Lord was talking about his death. So Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, God forbid it. God forbid it, Lord. This shall never happen to you. You know, Peter, always quick draw McGraw. He got to say something. He just got to get into the, 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 the thing, you know. He just got to say something. You can see the emotional response of Peter, amen, because he took him aside. Okay, you, you, you're grabbing the Lord to tell the Lord, you know, this is never going to happen to you when he is God in the flesh. He's Jesus the Christ, the anointed one. He knows he must suffer these things. And he's telling you that he'll suffer these things, what to expect. And yet you tell him, you know, Peter was kind of, uh, Peter, I don't know about Peter. But, because of that response. You know, in, in his his own way, what he was trying to do was to protect uh, Jesus. He was trying to protect the Lord. Yes. Yes. He was. He, he loved him that much and he wanted to protect him from death. And so it is with some. We're trying to protect them from going to hell. We're trying to protect some folk. Amen. Praise the Lord our God from eternal damnation by preaching the gospel, uh, by what they call judging, which you're not judging them. You're looking at a person and you're seeing their life going in another direction, and all you're trying to do is to help them. But they see that judging them, and they say things like, don't judge me. Well, I'm not judging you, but you're supposed to judge. We are supposed to judge because the word judge means to discern. You are discerning their life. You're discerning where they're going. You're discerning where they're heading. And you don't want Amen. them to go in that direction. So you seem overprotective right. to them. You yeah. seem like you're stepping on their toes. You seem like you're getting in their business and, and they tell you, mind your beeswax. And, you know, uh, only God can judge me. You know, we got to watch those words. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Our Amen. He just couldn't get the idea in his head that Jesus, the Son of God, had to go to the cross and die. But it was only after Jesus rose from the dead that Peter understood why. Peter was so angry and upset, he turned and said, Peter, get behind me, Satan. You're a stumbling block to me. For you're not setting your mind on God's interest. You're not setting your mind on things above, Peter but you're setting your mind upon what man thinks. You're carnal, but you've got to get spiritual. To be carnal-minded is death, 
But to be spiritual minded is life and peace. I'd rather have both life and peace. Walk in the spirit that you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen. The reason why you got to love Peter is because you always knew what he was thinking. Always. Amen. Amen. You got to love the president. Why? You always know what he's thinking. He yeah. never hides anything. Yeah. It's always out there. You got to love him for that. That's right. At least you know his heart. You know how he feels. There's some you don't know how they feel. Amen. Amen. That's a Peter like personality to me. Okay. He, he he shows his love and his interest for, for for Israel, yes, by doing being the first to do uh move the embassy and set it into uh in Jerusalem and and he just wanted to be the first one to do that and he heard and that it's for the Jews and he heard the story of what happened and so he decided, well okay, uh, I guess I'll just go on over there and be the first one to do it. So I just and move the embassy. I'll just tell them they got to move it, and they moved it. And this is my support for Israel to show that I love Israel. That's his way of support. Amen. But he's kind of like a Peter to me. Yes. You can get uh, the president to be quiet about nothing. You know exactly how he feels. I've kind of, I've kind of, you see, he's a typical New Yorker. That's what I say. He's it's just, just how they are. It's just how we are. You know, you, we don't uh, uh, hide anything. We just let you come out and let you know. Even where you work, you even let your supervisor know, this is how I feel. If they ask you anything, this is how I feel. This is how it is. You know, here are my thoughts. You want to know my thoughts? Here it is. It might not sound good to you, but there it is. That's a typical New Yorker. Amen. Come out the subway. Amen. Praise the Lord. Ain't holding no no back, no door for you and no taxi cab. Amen. Praise the Lord. Just swing that door in your face. Smile. Push. They'll push you. Man, get out the way. And they're telling you get out the way. Amen, praise the Lord. You get on an elevator or you get on, try to get on the train. 7 o'clock in the morning or 7.30. Try getting on the train. Oh, forget about it. By the time you get to the, to the top of the, the, the bottom of the subway stairs, you better be thankful you didn't fall because somebody would have already pushed you out of the way because you have people going in one direction and coming in another direction. Yep. So you don't know which way to go. But by the time you get downstairs, hope that you catch that door so you can get in. Otherwise, you will be pushed in. Because you're trying to get to work here. And that, 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 that's just the kind of personality that they have. That don't step in front of me because I'll step right on you. And that's just the kind of personality that they have. you got to love them. Is that I love New York? That's just how they are. And that's how Donald Trump is. He's got that New York style personality. And he brought that to Washington. And Washington just can't deal with that. That's all that is. 
but there's some things, amen, I believe if you sit and talk to a man like that, I believe you can get much out of him if you know how to. But when you, when you, you, you can't fight fire with fire. You see what I'm saying? You get a Peter outcome. You'll get a Peter outcome. Amen? Praise the Lord. I pray that God uses someone with wisdom to sit and speak with him. Glory to God. I believe he can get much done. Praise the Lord our God. He can, if he really wants to. God ain't done with him yet. Amen. If, 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 If he would just simmer down, settle down, and do what needs to be done, and do the right thing. Amen. Praise the Lord. And uh, be touched, amen, especially in this situation with the children that are being taken away from their parents. I even found out this afternoon, friend was showing me right on Facebook, that there was a a sheriff that um, I believe molested or raped a little girl. I'm not too sure what it was, so I don't want to say but something similar to that effect, and now that person is being held in custody and, and being questioned. But you're looking at children, amen, that are being taken away from their parents that can be subject. And another question amen. that comes up is, can you uh, at least look at the situation and, and see that they're children? Yes. You have, children, yes. you have grandchildren, you've got to have feelings. That's right. You have to have feelings. Put yourself into that person's and see how it feels as a father or as a mother. Yes. To have your children ripped away from you like that. Amen. It's not making it easy by saying that uh, that this country would not be a, uh, a sort of a, a babysitter, you know, uh, uh, or whatever he said. But he just what I'm saying is he just got that kind of Peter personality where he says something first, and then uh, he reacts first, and then uh, says something later. And it's just a personality trait. Amen? Typical New Yorker. So that emotional response of Peter cost him. It cost him. He made bad decisions at times. Amen? Praise the Lord our God. I just want to share that with you tonight, amen, and to let you know, amen, praise the Lord our God, that we, as we follow Christ, as we follow Christ, uh, let us learn to be meek and humble. Christ was meek, yet he was radical. Christ was meek, but yet he was radical. He always fought for what is right. He fought for justice. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. He taught his disciples. Amen. He taught them the way. And there were 12 unlearned men who turned this world upside down. Amen. You gotta love Peter. You gotta love Peter. Peter even becomes an instrument of Satan. He even becomes an instrument of Satan. That's why it's important that we stay. in the word of God, that we stay prayed up, amen, because even though you're saved, the enemy can still use, use an individual. Amen. People yes. who are saved. There are people who are saved. 
Yes. Got the Holy Ghost. And yet, Satan imps can use them. Yes, right. Use them to say something stupid to you, something ignorant, fill the hearts with jealousy and envy. Amen. And all the time, not even recognizing who's using them. Because you see, when you look at the whole thing, God would not do that. That's right. You got to figure out who would do that. So now they begin to act like a child, not of the king, but they act like a child of the devil. It's very easy. Look how easy it was for Peter. you know, to 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 disbelieve or to even try to protect Christ from doing what he had to get done. So so even Jesus turned to him and said, Get behind me, Satan. And many times he had to rebuke him. Amen. Amen. So sometimes yeah. we need to rebuke that spirit that is operating behind that individual rather than the individual, because it's not people that are the problem. It is the spirit that is in operation behind them. This is why it is rather important, very important, for one to have and ask God, if you don't have the gift of discernment, to give to you the gift of discernment, the most important gift for the body of Christ. Very important gift. More than anything else. The gift of discernment, discerning of spirits. You can discern spirits, places, and things. Discern what spirit is in operation, even while someone is preaching or teaching or anything. Whatever they may be doing for Christ. Peter was with the twelve. Peter fought for, for, for Christ. But yet, he let the enemy use him. He denied Jesus. Just like Jesus said he would. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Jesus, even when he transfigured them before them, when he took them to the Mount of Transfiguration, he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun. His garments, according to Matthew 17. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Let me go here quickly because it says here, and after, let me go to 1, 2, and 3. After six days, Jesus taketh Peter, that you're listening, Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up to a high mountain apart, and was transfigured before them. His face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. Amen. And behold, there appeared unto Moses and Elias, talking with them. Then answered Peter, here you go, Here answered Peter, and said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here, for thou wilt let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elias, Elijah. Amen. But while he had speak, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice came out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Jesus, God himself, validating his Son again. 
He did it while he was being baptized by John, his cousin. And now he's doing it here. Amen. Praise the Lord. Doing it here. And it will go to Matthew, chapter 16, and verse 5. But, but, but Peter, Peter was so overwhelmed. You know, we can get overwhelmed. We get overwhelmed for our leaders. We get overwhelmed, amen, for the people that we love and we put our trust in and we, you know, we idolize, you know, we sort of idolize people. And Jesus did not want them to get into that. He didn't want them to idolize uh, 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 Moses and Elijah. In other words, what Jesus was saying to them is, look, Boys, I am here. I am the fulfillment of the law. This is the end of the law. I am here. You don't need to look to Moses. You don't need to look to uh, Joshua. You don't need to look to uh, Elijah. But I am here. I am with you, fellas. What more do you want? What more do you want? I mean, what more do we want? That's why there's certain things that we don't have to do, but there's certain things that the Jews have to do. There are certain feast uh, days that they must keep, but we don't have to keep all of them because we're Gentiles, so we were grafted in. And so they have to do those, all of those things. Amen. Until they come into, until their eyes have been opened, until they realize that Jesus already came and he's coming for the second time. But according to some of them, uh, those that don't know the truth, they, they, they believe he's coming for the first time. But God is going to bring an awakening to them so that they know that they must repent and accept Messiah. Yeshua. And they, too, will come in. It was God's purpose and God's plan for them not to know and for them not to really accept him that way. Because if they had accepted him, he blinded them from knowing the truth so that they wouldn't accept him and we would come in. But they have to still keep wearing the tallits and they go to the wailing wall and they still do a lot of things. Keep all the feast days. But the only thing, you know, that I've heard that they don't do is they don't eat, uh, they don't kill the lamb anymore because they realize now that he is their Yom Kippur. So they don't have to make those sacrifices anymore. But they still do the Passover. They'll do the Passover Seder. And it's one of the feast days that we have to keep as well. And it's still one of the feast days that we keep the Feast of Pentecost. And on the feast days, the Feast of Tabernacles. Jesus kept the Feast of Tabernacles. Why shouldn't we? See? So Peter is the one, amen, that God used in a mighty way, even though even though he was and had that kind of a personality. Even though he had that personality. 
God is still a good God. He can take either one of us and He can use us. He can refine us and He can use us for His work, for His glory. Amen. Praise the Lord our Amen. God. God bless you. So I hope that I said something to encourage someone to edify, to be a blessing to somebody tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. And certainly I do hope that my Heavenly Father, my Abba, is glorified tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. God bless you and thank you once again for joining in tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. I see uh, Evangelist Elaine. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Thank you Evangelist Elaine for joining us tonight. And so tonight I want to extend an invitation to those who do not know Jesus in the pardon of their sins tonight. Those who have not accepted him, those who feel that they are uh, 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 of no use to the Lord, listen, 12, Jesus picked up 12 unlearned men, and they were the ones who turned the world upside down. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Peter being one of them. Amen. He said, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. This isn't building it on Peter. It's building it on the Lord Jesus Christ, the rock of your salvation. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. But Peter was a cousin fisherman. He did everything and anything, and, you know, he, he was just that kind of a guy. But, you know, Jesus took him and taught him, and he walked with Jesus. He had a relationship with him. He was a sinner man, just like everybody else. Part of sin, iniquity. But yet, the love of Christ constrained him. He accepted God. He accepted Jesus. He accepted the invitation. Tonight, if you will accept that invitation, amen. Because the the, the Lord, you know, God is not saying that any should perish, but at all should come to repentance. So the first requirement is that we repent. Repent of your sins and be baptized for the remission of your sins and receive the Holy Ghost, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Now, according according to Romans chapter 10 and verses 9 and 10, it declares that once you have repented and you believe that the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead now dwells in you, you are saved. They that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The Bible declares that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Amen. Amen. Verse 13, it says that for whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord, whosoever, which means anybody, the hooker, the cousin fisherman, yeah, the drug dealer, amen, uh, the Jehovah Witness, Yep. Anybody? Yes. The Muslim? Yes. The Iranian? Yes. If you're living in Babylon, 
wherever you live. You live in the ghetto, or you live in Hollywood, or you're, you're, you're a queen, or a king, or a sheik, or whoever you are. You must repent of your sins and be baptized for the remission of your sins receive the Holy Ghost. Once you repent, once you are sorry for what you have done and you come to God, they that come to God must first believe that He is. He is God. And that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. But seek Him. And ask God's forgiveness. He will abundantly pardon you. He will never turn you away. doesn't matter what you've done. As long as you haven't blasphemed the Holy Ghost, you are welcome into the kingdom. You come and you ask him for forgiveness, he will forgive you, and he will remember it no more. He'll cast your sins into the sea of forgetfulness. Please, I urge you, in this late hour, in this last days, in these last and evil days, give your life to the Lord Jesus. Ask him to come in. He said, he promised he will come in, he will sup with you, and you will sup with him. And your sins you'll remember no more. He will never bring it up. No, he would never bring it up in this lifetime before you. Amen. Ask the Lord, you know, the Lord promised in the book of Jeremiah 3 and 15, he says, you know, I will give you pastors after my own heart that would raise you up in the truth and in the knowledge of God. You want the truth. It is only the truth that will make us free. Amen? When God created you, He had eternity for you in mind. But if you want to receive Him tonight, you can. You don't have to wait. Or it's promised to no one. Amen? Praise the Lord our God. God bless you tonight. Certainly hope you made that decision, even to the backslider. But I want you to know one thing. There's a there's a party going on in heaven for those who have made up in their minds to accept the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you accepted him tonight as your personal Lord and Savior, all of heaven rejoice over one sinner that comes to Christ. One sinner. Can you imagine the party that they're having? So we we should be jubilant here. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. I pray that somebody made the Lord Jesus their Savior tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Brother Mark, I like to hear when you do the definition of salvation. Can you do that right quick? Yes, sure. Uh, the definition of salvation is God in you, you in God, a personal relationship between you and God, spiritual deliverance from the power and penalty of sin through the blood of Jesus Christ. I'll say it one more time. God in you, you in God, a personal relationship between you and God, spiritual deliverance from the power of and penalty of sin through the blood of Jesus Christ.
We thank and praise God tonight. We're done early. It's 11.06, and glory to God, we can get off. <laughs> Amen. Tonight. Amen. Um, All right. But we learned something tonight. Amen. We learned Amen. something about uh, Peter's Peter. personality and uh, the kind of guy that Peter was. But yet Jesus loved him. He waited until, you know, uh, even when he went after Jesus were buried and and rose and went down to hell, preach, came back up, listen. Before he can even, uh, uh, when, when Mary of Magdala, the same person he cast out seven demons out of, you know, she went to the grave looking for her Lord. And he, he she saw the gardener. <laughs> Jesus disguises himself as the gardener. He says to, 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 to her, he's not here. Who are you looking for? Jesus. Oh, he's not here. He's gone. He's, you know, oh, where's my Lord? I don't know where they laid him. But you know what? When Jesus appeared to her, he said, don't touch me, Mary. Mary, don't touch me. I have not ascended unto my Father. Do not touch me. See? But then he tells, he gives her a message. He says, Mary, go tell Peter. Go tell my disciples and Peter to meet me. Now, he didn't say my disciples alone. Said my be specifically made mention of Peter. Yes. Peter was on his mind. You are on his mind. I am on his mind. Mother Eula, you're on his mind. Amen. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, Amen. You are on his mind. Yes. He did not forget Peter. But all that Peter had said and done, right. he still remembered That's Peter. Right. Amen. It is the one that he used, and to bring about three thousand souls to Christ on the yep. day of Pentecost. Okay. Praise the Lord, our God. Peter preached the sermon. I, I wish I were there to hear Peter preach. I bet he preached the mm. sermon like you won't believe. I bet he turned the place upside down. I'd like mm. to see the day when three thousand souls would come to Christ on the. The, the preaching sound of my voice. Wow. Amen. Amen. Lord, our God. I'd like to see millions come. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Always just to say I want to be kind of a Billy Graham evangelist. You know, so when I go out and minister, I want to see millions. I want to see thousands coming to Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to see people saved. Yep. Amen. I want to see delivered. I want to see people set free. Glory to God. That's what I want to see. But I also want to know that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory. You can win one soul for Christ, and one soul can bring millions. Hallelujah. And they all will come up under you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes. Amen. Well, let's work towards winning souls. Let's, let's work towards, amen, our uh, eternal home. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. It's all about Jesus. It's all about him because, amen, when all is said and done, he that winneth souls is wise. Amen. Praise God. God bless you tonight. And we, is there anything, anything that anybody has that they want to share tonight right before we get off? Now 1110. The one thing, I, another thing I like about Peter, you're talking about Christ talking specifically calling him out by name. Remember when he told him to meet him in the upper room? 
this was after 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 uh, after his death, and he told them to meet him, meet them. Uh, told his disciples he'd meet him in the upper room, and remember the, the disciples. They was kind of like freaking out because they was like thinking they they saw a ghost, and Jesus kept telling them. I'm I'm paraphrasing, but he said, "I'm not a ghost. Touch me, touch me, check me out." Feel me. I'm, you can see I'm not a ghost. But Peter especially, that's why I like Peter. I, I like Peter too. Because he specifically called Peter out. Even after Jesus had told them to do this, he specifically had to call Peter again out by name. He said, all right, Peter, give me some fish and whole cake, which is fish and cornbread. If I'm, a, I'm not, he basically said, I'm not a ghost. Give me some, give me some of the same food that y'all eating. And then when he did, when he ate ate the food in front of him, then it kind of made him like, okay, wait a minute, a ghost can't eat food. <laughs> so then he said, it ties in with the other scripture and it says, "Blessed are those who have not seen but yet believe." So man, Amen. It, Amen. he's talking like, about Thomas there too, because Thomas yeah. uh, was known as doubting Thomas, but but really and truly, I mean, when you think Thomas, of yeah. Thomas, Thomas to me. Uh, Thomas was a was a disciple that uh, he wanted. Not only did he want to see, but I think it was great that he still wanted to check. He wanted his own revelation of Jesus. That's what that meant. He wanted his own revelation oh, okay. of Jesus. Okay. See, you okay. can tell me something, but not unless I experience it, then I don't know. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, but Thomas. Okay. It by touching, by let, let me see the nails prints in your hand. Let me see. It wasn't so much that he was doubting Thomas, but he was reasonable in saying, I want to see for myself because I want my own revelation about Jesus Christ after the resurrection. I want my own revelation. I want my own. I want when God give me a message. Amen. The revelation that he gives me must be different from others. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. Because we all can't have the same revelation. You can have a person preaching one passage of scripture, but you can have ten people preaching the same passage of scripture and have different revelation. And so that's where you're talking about when when Thomas saw him when he came in the room. You had the wrong name, yep. So the Bible said that they saw him. They had many uh, infallible proofs. They had yeah. proof. Because in order to ascend it to heaven, he can't be flesh and blood. Flesh and blood I cannot mean, enter the kingdom of heaven. But he came back as a spirit, yes. The spirit walking through walls. Oh, which man you know yeah. walk through walls and walk through doors? Come on. He wanted his own revelation of, 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 of who Jesus is. That's why he said. And they call him Doubting Thomas. Theology, uh, theologians call him Doubting Thomas. Amen. But he's not Doubting Thomas. He couldn't doubt after he saw what he saw. How could he doubt? How could he be doubting? He wasn't doubting. He just wanted his own revelation. Let me touch you and see. Let me put my hand in the nail print and see. 
was there to doubt. Oh, okay. And he could see it, but he appeared to him. What's the doubt? It's not a doubt anymore. It is a seeing and knowing for yourself. It's like you bring a message, I bring a message, but yet I got a different revelation. That's where where people get uh, tripped up with that particular passage of Scripture. Peter has had his own revelation. Peter got a revelation from God the Father. That's why Jesus said to him, Wow, Peter. Wow. Wow. Go to the head of the class. Because flesh and blood did not reveal that to you. That's not an earthly thing. That You received that from my Father. So, Peter, you know what you got? Advanced knowledge. And that's what people don't understand when you have a word of knowledge. As I said to you all in the broadcast, whenever I have a word of knowledge, and I give a word of knowledge, why? Because it's coming from heaven. It's coming from God. It's coming from the Spirit of the living God, who when He gives me a word and I speak it, it manifests. And it manifests. Because it's not my word. It's not got a thing to do with it but being a vessel, a willing vessel. Open your mouth, and I will speak through you. That's all. Amen. And he does, too. That's all Amen. that is. All it is is you being willing and obedient, hearing mm-hmm. and speaking. Amen. Praise the Lord our God. God bless you tonight, and thank you so very, very much. Sissy Lane, Evangelist Lane, do you have anything that you want to give? Well, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for the blessings that we can repent of all our sins that we have really done and know the wrong from the right, that we can really step out from the wrong into the right, and we can follow our heart as we really go along in the goodness and let always good come from us and good will come to us, that God is nothing about good and all about love. As you get good with you, it's God got good with him, in him and through him and wrong him, and we should follow the same principle with love. Amen. And God love us and the goodness. Mm-hmm. God share his really wealth, like his words and his really knowledge and his wisdom, and so us. After we really follow him, we have to show others the goodness and show others love, kindness, faithfulness, and forgiveness, as God taught us to do. So being repent and turn from our wicked ways is a wonderful way to step in into a newness and a wholeness that we can grow spiritually. And all souls upon this prayer line and all souls that listening, it's a wonderful thing is to repent. Repent and turn from our wrong ways, our wicked ways, our thoughts, our mind, our really thinking that we can go forward. And everything is going to be clear in the pathway that we are taking. God bless you all and have a great and marvelous night. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Lissy Lane. Thank you for that. Amen. Praise God. God did share his love, his wisdom, 
Uh, amen. Us, amen. If we turn around and do the same for others, amen. Let our light so shine that yes. men would see our good works and glorify our Father which is in heaven. Amen. Yes. Praise yep. the Lord our God. It is God for what He has done tonight. We have gotten off so early tonight. We we're trying to ramble on, you know, uh, uh, um, time for us. You know, we spend quality time, but then uh, sometimes we spend quantity time here on the broadcast, and we enjoy it. We enjoy each other. Amen. And, Amen. Uh, sometimes. Amen. Um, we don't know what is in a person, amen, until we ask. So tonight I thank God for you, Evangelist Elaine, amen, still working, still amen. thriving, still thriving, amen, and still going on in the Lord. Some people have fallen off by the wayside, but tonight, amen, you're still going on, you're still pushing on, and it's good to know. May God continuously bless you and your family. Amen. Praise Amen. you. Amen. Brother Eula, is there anything that you might want to share with us as well tonight? Well, I just enjoyed uh, your teaching about Peter. And Peter was a Peter, too, because he spoke whatever came in his mind. And it seemed like he didn't uh, think before he speak. He just let it come on out. And I, I just enjoyed the teaching. It was very, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. I tell you the truth. Amen. Uh, Brother Mark, thank you. And uh, there isn't anything else. All hearts and minds are clear. Uh, we we have um, Luden. Um, uh, Brother uh, Uriel He's going to come on On Friday evening We're going to try to do uh, Our 9 o'clock Or 9.30 We're going to try to get uh, On early enough So we can get off early enough uh, He's going to be Coming in from Israel And so he's going to be sharing uh, The news um, Israel as well as he's probably going to be on Facebook as well speaking with us sharing with us but he will be on the broadcast so I'm asking okay. all to come on asking you all to give him you know a hearing so that um, we can know firsthand for ourselves what's going on in Israel as he reports as he you know, shares the word with us, amen, and uh, as he tells us, um, you know, what is really going on there in Israel. His uh, thing is to edify uh, people as to why they feel that Israel should defend itself, amen, praise the Lord our God. So we're going to listen to him, we're going to give him... Uh, some time on the broadcast to share with us, and I'm asking that you would come on and uh, be courteous. Uh, any questions, uh, perhaps like Thursday night, formulate your questions, whatever questions you might need to ask him. You know, just get it in your spirit and find out what you want to ask so that we will conduct the interview properly and timely. Amen. 
no off-the-wall questions, but ask, you know, those pertinent questions that you might wanted to know and about Jerusalem, about Israel, you know. Uh, and let's make it a, a really educational and fun night and uh, learn more, you know. Sometimes you have, you, when you have a guest, you know, you try to be very courteous, you know, even if they aren't courteous. Amen and cordial. Amen. Praise the Lord. He does speak Hebrew. He does speak English as well. And his uh, background is really Spain, from Spain. But he lives in Israel. He's been living there for 15 years. A, you know, he's a journalist, has his own organization, and we're going to just sort of, you know, accommodate him and have him on to share with us what's going on in Jerusalem. Amen? Praise the Lord. All right. Asking that you come and support, tell a friend, bring a friend. Tell a friend, bring a friend. Amen. Try to call as many as I can to have them on. Just come on and support. Amen. Maybe pastors that may want to hear him, you know, share what's going on or had any questions about what's going on in Israel and why we should be supportive. So we pray for Jerusalem. All right, that's it for us. Nighty night night, and God bless you. All right. I love you, Jesus the Christ. We'll see you tomorrow night, God willing, as usual. You know, it's Wednesday night, so it's a uh, late night tomorrow night. It's at 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. Amen. Okay. We'll try to do it in an hour and get off. We, All we right. have to We have to be, we use wisdom and get off yes. because people have to go to bed. Yes. Yep. And some rest. You can't be wearying, you guys. All right. Love you much. Night-night. Love you, too. Good night. Nighty-night. Good night, Evangelist Lane. Good night, Mother Yula. All right. Good night. Good night, night, Brother Mark. Bye. Thank you so much. All right.